This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back to the Charity Stripe on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. We're back again. Segment two, the charity stripe. I'm Joshua Fisher, along with Alexander Disopolis and San Diego's own Nicholas Snacks Kreider. And we're here to talk some NFC football. NFC is exciting. I, you guys like the Cowboys Niners game a lot more than I did. I was a little underwhelmed. The Cardinals Rams game, in my personal opinion, um, stunk on ice. And then obviously the Eagles bucks, like I don't know, the Eagles should not have even been in the playoffs. So here we stand bucks versus Rams. Last time they played each other. I have a fun one for you guys. Last time they played each other, bucks went to Los Angeles and lost. Now the Rams come into Tampa Bay against the defending champs. We'll see how that goes. We have Packers Niners. Last time they played this season, the Niners were beating them down, had the lead. Packers come back late game field goal by Mason Crosby to win. I believe that was the same weekend. I could be wrong. I did not. I didn't check this. Just let that be known as well. I'm going off the dome ski off the memory. I believe I watched the Niners Packers at the bar with my Faja. And then he and I went to the Rams Bucks game at SoFi, which if you haven't been to SoFi, great stadium. Food is a little underwhelming just because it hasn't been filled out yet. Um, but overall through and through, I love the view and I love like the atmosphere of the stadium, uh, surrounding it for, I know some, a lot of chargers fans, uh, and some Rams fans on our 1090 fam. Uh, so go check it out. If you haven't been, let's start there though. Let's start in Tampa Rams bucks. What are you guys feeling for this one? Uh, betonline.ag has it minus three in favor of the defending champs. We'll start with Utah's. Where's your heart? Where's your head? Where's your stomach? And also and what's on your head and what's on your head. Yeah. For this is a lot of audio for some people, but for those who can see us on the YouTube channel, go to Scott Kaplan's YouTube channel, go to sideofdebate.co. It's also where we're brought to you by. We'll put up a great debate considering all the playoff uh, matchups this week on sided. Uh, but toss has a little sprout on his head. Uh, we have some fun. <laughs> one of our, on. one of our debates might be who has the best uh, zoom filter on. Because Josh, you have some cool, some cool uh, meme shades. I do. Dick is seeing the world in 3D. Yeah. Um, Bill Walton, baby. <laughs> and I have grown a little, little leaflet on my head. I'm a little sprout. <laughs> little leaflet. Baby Groot. Uh, baby Groot. All right, baby Groot. Talk to us. Rams, Bucks. Where's your heart? Where's your head? Stomach, head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Go for it. I'm Groot. Okay. I'm Groot. Okay. Oh, couldn't say wow. better myself. Okay, yeah, so- that was that was me. That was me having no idea what to do with this game. I'm okay. I'm pretty up in the air. I my gut tells me that the Rams are destined, but I don't know because it's it's hard because, like you said, the Eagles should not have been in the playoffs, right? And the Buccaneers throttled them. But I don't want to take 
too much away from that game because that's what should have happened. Mm-hmm. They are in a, in a different class of football team. I worry about Tom Brady in this game because I think that Donald and Vaughn are firing on all cylinders right now. And I think they're going to get after him. And, and Leonard Floyd, by the way, I, I he always gets like, yep, forgotten about. He's a great player. And Worf's, Worf's got banged up in that last game. He did. Which is which is not helpful for the Bucks offensive line. Now, I don't think that the Rams are going to be able to run the ball as well as they did against the Cardinals. So I think, you know, you've got that too. I don't know. What do, what do you guys think? I can't make a decision as of now. I think, I mean, look, Worf's, not only did Worf's, you know, get banged up, Ryan Jensen, uh, their Pro Bowl center also got banged up a little bit, neither practiced on Wednesday. So I think looking at the, the looking at the line, like obviously a lot of the eyeballs are going to be on the quarterbacks, Brady versus Stafford. But looking at the line where you have Worf's, who was the best offensive tackle as a rookie last year and has continued the trend of being one of the best offensive tackles in all of football into this year. Jensen, who's an unsung hero, the whole offensive line with the Buccaneers has been great, but two of the five pieces are banked up. And we're going against what I would say of our generation. We've seen a lot of phenomenal ones. Again, our generation, Aaron Donald being the best defensive player uh, that we've seen. So you have him on the edge, the middle, wherever they want to line him up, combined with probably a top 10 defensive player of our generation who still may not be at his peak, but is still an excellent football player in Von Miller, who you bring up. Leonard Floyd, no a this is this is the matchup where no a b and no Godwin hurt you because when you have a b you have Godwin you have Gronk up the seam, you know gashing up the middle of the field, you, then you could afford to let Mike Evans be be covered by Jalen Ramsey. But this is a situation where you don't have the two former guys. One leaves in the middle of the Jets game, hyping up Matt Life as if he owns the place, uh, which sometimes I watch that video and just gets funnier and funnier. And then you have Godwin, who unfortunately is after the season. Gronkowski's been playing unbelievable football. We talk about Von Miller being excellent in his older years. Gronkowski looks like he's back to his old self. But the Mike Evans-Jalen Ramsey matchup is detrimental for the Bucs because they just don't have the tertiary receivers outside of Evans that they normally would. And I think that hinders them a little bit for net, you know, the running back they're, they're depleted there and injured there. They've filled in admirably. I just think this Rams team, they lost woods, but in my face toss, you, you threw it back at me a couple episodes ago, or maybe the most recent one in our podcast. Go check it out. I've been throwing it back. I've been throwing it back that Odell is still got, he's still a top 20 receiver. And if you look at his red zone numbers and his ability to score, like, look, he got to put points on the board. He's been top tier, not to mention Cooper cup, having one of the best receiving seasons of all time, 17 games, 16 games or not. And then Stafford, who's been prone to throwing some picks, especially some pick sixes. He looked exceptional against uh, the Cardinals who they also throttled, which is a more impressive throttling at SoFi cam Akers, Sony, Michelle is good in the playoffs. I, I think this Rams team, I, as much as I love Brady, I think they come in and get it done as well. I can't, I can't believe I'm saying it, but I, I really think this is an upset pick waiting to happen. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you there. Um, I'm, I was going to think that I was going to be the only one taking the Rams here, honestly, but it doesn't seem like that at all. Uh, they did their job very well against Arizona, and Stafford only had to throw the ball 17 times, right? They did the majority of their work on the run game. In a game where Cooper Cup has only 12 yards in the third quarter, they they clearly didn't really need him, and they still even got him in the action, uh, you know, second half and third quarter and the fourth quarter, and he got a touchdown and ended up with over 60 yards. Um, if they really need to get into a shootout, they can. They have the weapons. They have the quarterback that can do that. But I think most importantly, they have the fresh legs, right? 
Cam Akers coming back is an X factor. I think that he is probably going to have a big year next year as a fantasy running back. I mean, he's probably going to take over as the number one. Um, but we looked at that Broncos team, or sorry, not the Broncos team. Um, yeah, no, the Broncos team a while back. Or was the Rams? It was the Rams. It was a while the Rams back with when CJ they had CJ Anderson? Anderson. Yeah, yeah, when they had CJ Anderson. And he was fresh legs, right? It was a running yeah, back was... that that hadn't played in the season. I know, yes, Akers had that Achilles injury, but he's had some time to work on himself. And I think that he is going to be pretty, pretty instrumental in, in, in getting the job done against the Bucks, the Bucks who are banged up, who we just mentioned. Um, but I think the buck stops here for the Bucks. Um, you know, I, I don't think that they're going to be able to uh, keep up this year just because of the fact that they've lost a lot of weapons. I know it's Brady. He had a career year, but. I think time's up for them. It also kind of seems like maybe the locker room. I mean, people will tend to think that, okay, whatever, like these distractions don't matter, but they matter. I mean, the fact that Arians is getting a $50,000 fine for smacking a player on the head, you know, the whole AB thing, like there's little things here and there that go into it that make people think like, okay, is, I mean, do they really want to play for this guy? I don't hundred percent. know. I can't really, can't really say that. I mean, people have said that he's a player's coach, but there's also people that, you know, call him a jerk. So you really don't know, uh, but there's distractions. And I think with this McVay team, it's quite the opposite. I think they've all bought in um, Odell's turning it around, you know, trying to prove something. So I really think this upset's going to happen. Love the Arians call back to the slapping the player in the head. Cause that's ridiculous. Are we going to see a Coach O situation where he absolutely just crushes it one year and dominates, wins championship, and then is kind of, you know, shoot at? You're saying no toss? Like he's chill. No, I mean, he's I think he's, a, he's Chilean. He's shown that he's a good coach. Yeah. Game in, game out. Um, he's a good coach. I, I do think he's that coach. part of this is just not good matchups, right? Like we mentioned already, defensive line for the Rams is really good. Offensively, the Bucks are missing guys, weapons specifically. Fournette's not healthy. Gio Bernard is helpful to have yeah. back, but then you look at you look at what the Rams do really well. And Matt Stafford was brought in to throw the football so Sean McVay could open up his playbook. And the Bucks D, the defensive backs, defensively as a team this year, they let up um, 245 yards per game to opponents passing the ball. So that's tough. They're just passing yards. That's just opponents passing yards right there. So their defensive backs have struggled all year. And to me, I think if you're Matt Stafford, forget that you're in a playoff game. Forget this is basically your first time in a game of this caliber and just play football, do what you've done your entire career and sling the rock. Yeah, yeah that's I, great. I, that's great. I mean, I look, that is great. I, you know what, Toss? Like, I mean, Nick, you were right. Like you, I didn't know where you were going to be Toss. I actually didn't know where any of you were going to be in this game. I came into this segment ready to go bucks because maybe it was because Nick's was like, we were like bills on bills and Benji's on Benji's. I was ready to be like bucks on bucks. Yeah. And like, you know, stacks on packs and like the whole shebang, like ready to just like rhyme our way into like the championship weekend. But realistically, like you had me at the line and I love the line as good as the bucks line is. I love what the defensive front is doing for the Rams. And I think at least this Rams team is a, is a team of debt. We'll see what happens in the other game. Cause you gotta, you gotta beat either the Packers or the Niners, the Niners who they lost to and going to Lambeau is brutal as they come. The later it gets into the year, despite global warming, uh, it's very difficult situation, but I think they do go into Tampa and get it done. I mean, look, the Bucks were a wild card team last year. Like they were on the road the whole time. So here we go. Nicholas, please. I, I also, similar to your point about the Titans, where if they don't get it done this year, um, you know, it could start falling apart. I feel like it's kind of a similar situation with the Rams. 
because Stafford is only getting up there in age. Uh, you know, Odell is getting up there in age. They had to bring in guys, you know, on the defensive side of the ball. You're going to have to pay certain guys as well. I don't necessarily know they're going to be able to keep the cast and crew together. Uh, you know, Cooper Cup is definitely going to demand the bag pretty soon. I mean, he just had an all-time year at the receiver position, right? And if you're looking to pay Donald, you're looking to pay Jalen Ramsey. I mean, there's there's some shekels you're going to have to throw out there. So don't necessarily know, but this is this also is the best chance they're ever going to have because they're playing the Super Bowl in their home stadium, right? They want to go home and and play that home field advantage game at the Super Bowl. Oh, I yeah. mean, that that's definitely some added juice to it. I mean, you look at the Bucks last season, they played in Tampa. There was definitely a storyline behind that. There was some motivation for them to win games extra hard. Yeah, first team to ever do it. And it's, it is a very similar situation with the Rams now being on the road. Uh, and I, I completely agree that this is their one, could be their best chance. They've mortgaged the future unbelievably. Like, Lesney's really gone all in on this year. Like, they've traded first round pick after first round. The Ramsey deal, the Stafford deal, like third round picks. They gave up on Goff, like, who may, clearly may not be the guy, but he's not old by person. He's not old. He's seven years after, drafted seven years after Stafford. So he's not that old. Um, yeah, this is similar to Tennessee, but I, I definitely feel a lot better about the Rams than I do about the Titans, weirdly enough, despite them going to Tampa Bay. Um, all right, Packers, Niners. Uh, that's where we are right now. The last game we'll discuss for the divisional round. How is everyone feeling on this one? The Niners, Nick, you were on the Niners money line. I I was kind of wishy-washy, didn't want to commit, very uncommittal uh, in that game. Toss, you had to go with your boys in your heart. If you want to win bets, bet against uh, our teams, unfortunately. Uh, Pats, Chargers, and Cowboys. Although I think all our teams are going to be competitive next year. Um, minus six is the line in Lambeau. Hair under a touchdown. Betting advice. Do we think we'll skip the betting advice for a hot second? Sorry, because then we'll get into the spread. Do we think the Niners have a chance to pull this one out or can they pull this one out? Because there's always a chance. Well, I mean, alluding to our last show on the charity stripe that dropped on Monday, um, I think every team has a chance in the playoffs. All these teams are in the divisional round because they're good football teams. They didn't get there by luck. All of the teams that weren't supposed to be there are already out now, right? You look at the Steelers, you look at the Eagles. So all these teams are capable of beating somebody. They've played really tough games this season. So they have a chance. Do I think it's going to happen, though? No, I don't. I think Toss has been hot on the Packers all season long. And at first, you know, we we weren't really buying it, but we bought in pretty, pretty quickly after we saw what Rodgers was doing to the rest of the league. I mean, the losses that they had this season weren't due to Rodgers. They were because Jordan Love was playing and Rodgers was suspended. Mm-hmm. And Rodgers is going to win MVP here. They've got a pretty good defense. They've got the weapons. I mean, I just don't see a. I personally don't see it happening. Uh, I, I think that the Packers have the best chance to win a Super Bowl that they've had since they won a Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, look, it, it, I don't want to look at the the. I don't not to discredit the Niners too much. I really just think McCarthy and Kellen Moore, for all that matter, called the piss poor game. Like that, that Cowboys team is too talented to have put up 17 points and they barely put up 17 points. Right. And that, you, also, you also look as well, like on the Niners side of the ball, they're playmakers, right? I mean, yes, they've got great offensive weapons, but like, is Jimmy G going to be able to throw you back into a game against Aaron Rodgers? And also on the defensive side of the ball, is Nick Bosa going to be healthy? Is Fred Warner going to be fully healthy? I mean, those are X factors for your defense to combat this Packers offense. I mean, yeah. you win this game if you're the 49ers. 
you win this game the exact same way you won it two years ago. You have Jimmy G throw seven times. You run the ball incredibly efficiently right out of the gate. If they get the ball first, if the Packers win the toss and defer, if I'm, if I'm the 49ers, I have to score that first possession. The first half of this game is going to be so telling because I just, the Packers can come back if they're down 13 points. I don't see, I don't see the 49ers doing that. I just, I just don't think Jimmy has enough juice in him, especially still ailing from the injury. He looked good against the Cowboys. Cowboys are in a lot of man and Debo Samuel is a man eater. He, he torches man. I mean, that's, that's his bread and butter. You, you get him on a drag and he's gone. He's, he's hard to bring down. So I think you, if you're Shanahan, you want to keep involving Debo in the run. You want to get him the ball as much as possible. You want Elijah Mitchell to really step up and have a great game. And, and you just got to feed your playmakers, but I, you got to pound the rock. You Definitely. have to. Let me throw a quick hypothetical at you. Cause this could be the worst game of, of the docket on the weekend. This okay. could be the biggest blowout. Let's just hypothetically say the Packers are up at half 21, nothing, 24, nothing held 28, nothing. At what point do they say, you know what? Let's give Trey Lance a shot. Um, maybe if they feel the, I don't know if they necessarily do it at 21, nothing. Here's the thing that I'll kind of hypothetical. I think it's a great hypothetical and I don't think it's out of the question. I think you're more likely to see it. If it's 21-10 and they feel that they're in this game but really can't get it done with Garoppolo. If they are in, if they're in this game at 21-10 at the half and they don't get the ball back so they get the ball like you're saying tossed in the first half. It's a telling first half. They're down. They got to play from behind. Garoppolo clearly can't get it done. He was fine against the Cowboys. He wasn't spectacular. He's one of those guys that you can win with but you're not going to win because of He's got the experience. You may it may be too risky, but if you're if you think you've you know exhausted all avenues with Garoppolo and, and he can't get you there and you're down 21-10, then I think you, you may have to go. You may have to try it with Lance. Pull a Tua and Jalen Hurts. It's a crazy situation. Yeah, it's you a don't crazy see hypothetical. It. You just don't see it as much in the NFL. But here are the things. I mean, Lance has won games to them already. That's sure. he's already done that. And he suffered a game plan for, but also if you're the Packers, like you're really not preparing for Lance. I'm sure like there have scenarios where like, okay, in case Lance comes in, like we got to be ready for it. It's the NFL. I mean, they're ready for anything, but if, if they're doing what Toss says and they're controlling the run game and they're being able, they're running the ball effectively, but they still just can't keep up with how Rogers is throwing the ball. You might as well throw Lance out there as well, because you're still able to do what you can do on the run game, but you can open up another Avenue of him running the ball as well or passing it. I don't think it's, it's crazy. I think it's, I think it's tough. I, I want to push back a little bit on that because I think that the way that they win this game is Shanahan out coaches LaFleur. Yes. He wins with, he wins with schemes. He wins by running the ball. And Jimmy G is the best guy to execute the offense. As much as Lance provides with his legs, he still doesn't have the offense down pat. He's a rookie. Sure. He's, he's doesn't, he hasn't been to a super bowl. Jimmy G doesn't lose you games, right? Like he takes care of the ball. He, he does a good job of taking care of the ball and he gets the ball to his playmakers. I mean, for the most part, and, and what you're banking on, again, looking at that game two years ago, they won because their defense was dynamite and they ran the ball incredibly well. You have to trust your defense, what they did to the Cowboys, and that you can stifle the Packers run, get them into third and long situations, and force Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, to beat you. And if that happens, then so be it. But you got to put yourself in that position. That's how you win the football game. And I, I just think that, I don't know. Lance Lance is too much of a curveball 
and not in a good way for them because he could throw a pick six his first his first throw and then oh, you're yeah. down I mean, and then you're, you're instead of being down 21 10 you're down 28 10 it's crazy i'm just saying that's the only way i would see it happen i love the hypothetical though it's really it yeah. is a fun hypothetical i mean let's i mean look if, you're, if they're down by a lot like there's no problem doing it i think in my opinion sure. because jimmy's not gonna throw you back into it and you're gonna get your guys some good playoff experience if he's the guy who's gonna take over and be your franchise quarterback for the next 15 years Get him as much playoff experience now as he can. I mean, whether yeah, I mean, well, might that as well. At <laughs> that point, the chickens have come through. Us. Uh, quickly but, though, but really quickly. I mean, they're they still are dealing with some injuries, right? I mean, you have the the uh, Niners with Fred Warner and Nick Bosa being limited in practice, so those guys are huge. Yeah, massive. Uh, spread six. Nick Packers um, Niners. That's tough for me, but I I think uh, I'm going to take the Packers here. So if you look at the trend of last weekend. Uh, we had just the weekend games, not the Monday night game. You had uh, three favorites winning, one underdog winning. This week, I have it exactly fipped. I got three underdogs winning, one favorite winning. Put that on a parlay. Win nice. me some money. Toss? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to ride with my pick from the beginning of the year. Got to take Packers spread. Take care of business. Yeah, I think this is the worst game. I'm with you on that. And I think the Packers take care of business as well. Fans out there, I'm Joshua Fish along with Alexander Sopolis, Nicholas Next Crider. We're the Charity Stripe. Fans out there, drag both feet in bounds. We're going to full count, rip that puck, get that putt, hit your PKs because they're free, and hit your free throws. Why, guys? Because they're free. Because I'm they're group. free. We love you. We love you. Thank you for joining us. Please catch the Charity Stripe every Thursday at 6 p.m. on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.